Hello, welcome to another episode of Shades of Us, The Review. I am Ramat. I love historical movies, especially about music icons, uh, celebrities, and powerful people. I grew up watching uh, these films because it gives a visual description of what I had read or heard before. And it's always something that I want to know about these people. So when I saw the film that I'm reviewing today... And I have to say, I saw it years back and I've watched it probably 10 or 15 times, yeah. Uh, I knew that it was something that I would watch, like I said, over and over and over again because of just how good it was. Uh, I'm talking about Cadillac Record. You sing the blues, you don't have to live them. What do you know? White boy. Chicago 1950. I want to thank old uh, Lynn here for giving Muddy Water a chance to shine. Sex had a sound. Play that for me. Danger had a rhythm. What's that for? Casting any good guys need shoot. And freedom had a music. I'm a ruler, though. All its own. I don't bribe DJs. I don't. Based on true events of the legends. I'm a man. Who changed music forever. Better make it good. It don't get no better. Mr. Waters, we're big fans. We named our band after one of your songs. Yeah. Rolling Stone. My baby don't stand no cheating. Welcome to Cadillac Records. Stay around long enough, everybody get one. Oh, yeah. Car's yours. You earned it. <laughs> you my white daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. She don't stand no cheating. Where baby come from? A woman came by today. He said she's yours. December. If I play it, I make you famous and him rich. You said me famous and him rich, yes? <laughs> if you take the ride, you must pay the price. What the hell you know about the blues? I gave you a damn good track. You want it, you sing. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's look at some facts about the film. Cadillac Records is a 2008 biographical musical drama film written and directed by Daniel Martin. The film explores the musical era from the early 1940s to the late 1960s, chronicling the life of the influential Chicago-based record company ex executive Leonard Chess and a few of the musicians who recorded for Chess Records. Uh, the film stars Adrian Brody as Leonard Chess and Adrian Brody is fantastic. He starred in The Pianist. The film about um, World War II when Hitler was, you know, destroying Warsaw. He, he, he was set in Warsaw. Oh my God. Oh my God. What a fantastic film that was. Well, Cedric the Entertainer was in the film as Willie Dixon, also the narrator of the film. Most Deaf or Yasinbe, um was in the film as Chuck Berry, and then we had Columbus Shot as Little Walter, Jeffrey Wright as Muddy Waters, Eamon Walker as Howling Wolf, and of course, the fantastic Beyonce as Etta James. The film was released in North America on December 5, 2008 by TriStar Pictures. It was produced by Sophia Sondervan and Andrew Lack. It was written, like I said, by Donald Martin and narrated by Cedric the Entertainer. The music was by Terence Blanchard and Steve Jordan. And the cinematography was done by Anastas Mikos, which I must say was so well done, so fantastically done. And it was beautiful. It was a beautiful picture uh, to see. It was edited by, by Peter C. Frank and uh, the production companies were Sony Music Film and Parkwood Entertainment. It was distributed by TriStar Pictures in the US and the running time is about 109 minutes. 
uh, the budget was 12 million and it tanked because it didn't make up to um 9 million it made about 8.8 .8 million dollars in the box office so in a way it kind of lost a whole lot of money looking at the people who starred in the film but then um it's not it's not unexpected some of these things are heavy to swallow because it raised a lot of issues like the fact that um, a lot of the very popular um white artists in the 1950s actually stole music from black people elvis presley yes that was a shade so i, did, I didn't expect white people to like it so <laughs> anyway let's move on to the cast originally matt dylan was slated to play the role of chess but the role was ultimately given to academy award-winning adrian brody due to scheduling conflicts uh, with dylan and brody brought it i mean he brings it on almost every film i have seen and he's good with drama he has that thing for drama and he really did well with the film um, early announcements of the cast also included Colin Boss Shot as Little Walker, uh, Golden Globe winner Jeffrey Wright as Muddy Waters, and um, multi-Grammy Award winner Beyonce as Etta James. Yes, I can't hide the fact that I'm Beyonce's stan. Anyway, moving on. According to um, the director, the role of Etta James was written with Beyonce in mind, and she brought it. I mean, I think that Beyonce, ha yes, Beyonce has done a couple of films and... Um, a lot of them didn't really she wasn't fantastic in it and i have to say um austin powers pfft, horrible but in this particular film beyonce brought it so well her acting was good it was believable and the music was just on point so i think she did fantastically well on the film even though a bit because she's done another film where she was all about the music and so on and, and it was still historical and i felt for a minute there she was typecast but she's beyonce she can literally do whatever she wants to do and good news she's going to be starring in the lion king the remake and already we know it's going to be an awesome film but away from that as production increased the roster grew to include canadian actress emmanuel shriki as a uh, reverter that was the wife of um chess and then um, tammy blanchard as isabel allen then we had english actor Eamon walker as howling wolf oh he is he he brought it i didn't like his character but he brought it to the film yeah and then we had uh cedric the entertainer as willie dixon who was the narrator and you know he brought in really good stuff to the film the final lineup of the cast grew to include rapper most deaf uh yasin bay um as Chuck Berry and then Gabrielle Union who was uh, Muddy Waters common law wife now let's talk about the soundtrack because it's something about music so we have to look at the soundtrack the American multi-instrumentalist songwriter and record producer Steve Jordan produced the soundtrack to the film he went about getting people who would do the blues and the drums and you know it was just fantastic he produced everything he chose everything aspect of the music and if you hear it from start to the end every song that was chosen everything that was done was just so fantastic now beyonce recorded five songs for the soundtrack including a cover of etta james's at last which was released on december 2 um 2008 as its lead single and then we had most dev jeffrey wright columbus shot and Eamon walker recording songs for the soundtrack too and we had Raphael Sadiq, Solange, Mary Mary, Nas, Body Guy, and Elvis Presley also appear on the album. So the soundtrack, the album itself uh, for Cadillac Records was released. And beyond being released, it spent 48 weeks at number one on the top blues album. 
the month after it was released, Beyonce performed at last at the inauguration ball of President, former President Barack Obama. Yeah, he's actually the last president we recognize as a president of the United States. And um, it was a really beautiful song. They danced, Michelle and Barack Obama danced together for the first time as president and first lady to Beyonce's rendition of At Last, off of the Cadillac Records soundtrack album. Crazy. <laughs> so the soundtrack was nominated for the following categories. Best compilation, soundtrack album for motion picture, television, or other visual media. Beyonce's once in a lifetime for the best song written for a motion picture, television, or other visual. And Beyonce's um, at last for best traditional and R&B vocal performance. They won that. And so the Grammys actually did give you a couple of notes and it was good. If you want to look at some of the critical response of the film, the film received mostly positive views. Rotten Tomato gave it a score of 68%. Uh, here and there. Um, they said it's, the film wasn't original, but the fact that the actors brought it, you know, the, the acting was fantastic. And so they said it was good. Another review aggregator, which is Metacritic, uh, gave the film a 65% approval rating based on 30 reviews. And then, you know, generally they said it had favorable reviews. Now, there are certain goofs in the film, a lot of them actually, but um, the ones I am particularly interested in is that, that at the opening scene, which was set in 1941, between 1941 and 1947, uh, it included a lot of cars from the, between 1953 and 1956 which is where they should have done their history and done their research, right? And then um, cigarettes didn't have filters in the 1940s and 1950s, but it was depicted in Cadillac Records as having them. Okay, now that we've said that, let's look at the storyline of the film. In this tale of sex, violence, race, and rock and roll in 1950s Chicago, uh, Cadillac Records follows the exciting but turbulent lives of some of America's music legends, including Muddy Waters, uh, Leonard Chess, Little Walter, Howlin' Wolf, Etta James, and Chuck Berry. That's the storyline. So what do I like about the storyline? First and foremost, the cast was fantastic. Yes! Everyone brought it. Columbus Shot was, I think, the best actor in the project. It, it, he was just good. It was crazy how good he was in the film. Oh my god. Um, crazy. Beyonce did well. Um, everyone, everyone, Gabrielle Union, I, I think every single person brought in their game. There was nobody. Adrian, oh my god, Adrian, oh my god. There was nobody who didn't bring it. So the entire cast brought it to the film. The costume was good. I loved how they looked, you know. You could tell that it was set around the time for which the movie was set. The music, I have said this over and over because the music was beautiful. I was so in love with a whole lot of the music. I kept listening to them over and over and over again. And the soundtrack is something that you need to listen to if you haven't listened to at all. The art direction was beautiful. The placement of things, you know, the placement of pictures, the pl literally everything. The art director did fantastic work on it. And I think, yeah, you know, when people know what they're doing, you can actually tell when you watch the films. Like I said, the brilliant acting was something I so loved. I, I couldn't help myself. I, I just loved ev every single act that was done. It was well done. So let's look at some of my favorite scenes. I'd have to say first, um, Little Walter's response to the racist cops. Let me see your license. Okay, okay. Hey, you take a look at these here. I'm about to go wax these records, okay? 
Get your ass back over here, nigger. Hey, now, now, you looking at my license, huh? You got to know that nigga ain't the name my mama gave me. Nah. Oh, oh, pardon. So, I'm sorry. Hey, mm. these motherfuckers can't read. <laughs> OK, let me help you out. You got to sign that shit out. What? What? Come on. Water. I was so impressed because he was like, these mofos can't read, you know? And he needed to say that because, I mean, how do you see somebody and call him nigger just because you're white? And it's something that is still persistent in the United States today, not just the United States, in Europe and all of that. And they think it's cool to call us black people nigger. <sighs> well, I was glad that he put it in the cop's face. He got beat up. He got, you know, got his face messed up, got all the crazy stuff afterwards. But that he stood up to authority and told them, you need to fix yourself. It was just a fantastic thing that was done. I loved that scene. Second scene I loved was where Wolf was telling Muddy Waters that he needed to stop being a slave. You know, if you act like a boy, keep asking for handouts, he gonna treat you like one. It's you and me talking, motherfucker. What is you looking for? I'm a looking to help bury a fellow musician. Hey, I said I'll pay for it. You know, it feel good not to have a daddy. And as much as I don't like you, I want you to feel good I did too. And you know, it was something he started off by saying, you know, uh, you're from Mississippi, you know uh, that people will make money off of you. You need to stop looking at your partner as your daddy or as your white savior or whatever it is. Because that was what Muddy Waters was doing. He kept collecting the Cadillacs and you know, being living on a high and not having no single money for himself. How was he supposed to survive? In his life, you know, look, Chuck Berry may have been weird and had his fetish for white women, but Chuck Berry was able to save up over a hundred thousand dollars because he didn't drink or smoke or you know all of that stuff. But he was able to save a hundred thousand dollars of his own money, you know. But Muddy didn't do that. Muddy was from the slave slave plantation so it affected his mentality he continued to think like a slave like he was owned by a white man like the white man was doing him a favor and he needed to be told by wolf that he needed to stand for himself he had to stop being a boy and needed to become a man and grow up okay i'll let that slide there um the next thing i loved was etta james final song for chess's record so you mean to tell me this could be the last time I sang a song for you. Better make it good. It don't get no better. Y'all ready? It was over. Yeah. 
I must admit that the very first time I watched the film and I heard that part of the song, I was so in love. I downloaded that song and I listened to it over and over and again. And I kept saying Beyonce just killed the song. I can imagine how much more Etta James did um, when she sang that song. It was just beautiful. I didn't agree with some of the lyrics. I'd rather go blind than, you know, but it was such a powerful song. It held me by the strings of my heart and it was just... (sighs) It was fantastic. Anyway, because I have a couple of things that I love, I definitely have some things that I don't like about the film. One of them is, even though Columbus shot was fantastic, I mean, I would say he was the best actor in the film, I I thought he was a bit too old for the role because in the introduction he was supposedly 17 and he didn't look, he didn't look 17. I wish someone younger had been chosen for the role, but... That being said, I would have to say I don't think anyone would have played it better or as good as um, Columbus shot did. It's a here and there kind of thing, but I think he was just too old for the role. But the next thing I don't like is um, when little Walter, played by Columbus shot again, was trying to hit on Muddy's wife. Walter? What? What? Muddy's woman. Oh, he got a lot of women. Spare one, huh? Now he kind of said Muddy has a lot of women. He can spare one. Kind of, you know, making a woman a property. And I was like, what now? I know the times, in, in those times, it was okay to do that. Or they perceived that it was okay to do that. But it was nasty to have to live that way. I mean, I, I, I was so mad. But anyway, generally I think Cadillac Records is a beautiful film. Uh, it's a it's a wonderful film about the slavery of artists to record labels that is still persistent till today. It also shows what happens when artists do not know their rights or are too blinded by their fame to see that they are getting ripped off by these companies. So many artists till today are continually getting ripped off by record labels. Also, like it's happening today, the film addressed the vices that came with being a huge star. You know, drug abuse, groupies, and in Chuck Berry's case, a thing for white women or underage white women as he was accused uh, that got him arrested and sent to jail. Now, stardom is intoxicating and being around all that power corrupts, that goes without saying. And it's easy to see why it stardom music um fame all of that either makes you or completely breaks and destroys you so it's really crazy i think the acting the cast the soundtrack and the general feel of the film was beautifully done it was ugh, it had the oomph that was just important to get films done okay i need to relax but i'm so totally proud of what i'm um, donnell martin did with the film so i am going to rate cadillac records a 9 over 10 but then that's my opinion what do you think about cadillac records do you like the film what are your favorite and least favorite parts uh hit me up in the comment section and tell me what you think about the film do you agree with my review of the film do you think it's a nine over ten or do you think i am just being overly generous let me know this in the comment section and remember that you can select the movie that i would review for next week and i'll definitely do that so that's about it on the show today i hope you listen to the end of this podcast to find out ways to contact us and don't forget to tune in every tuesdays and thursdays at 1 p.m on our platforms it's hugs and kisses from Amart. bye 
that's a wrap on today's podcast if you like us then like us on facebook and linkedin at shades of us or you can follow us on twitter and instagram at shades of us Afrique. drop us a comment or tweet at us about any songs or movies you think would make for a great review you could email shades of us africa at gmail.com or text to plus two three four nine zero five nine one two seven five five two thanks for listening and we'll catch you later <laughs>